Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back to the first team. I'm Joe DeLeo and joining me as always is my co-host NFL draft analyst Ryan Roberts. Today we figured good timing to do a mock draft. We're uh, in this spot right now where Thanksgiving's coming up. we got the holidays coming up and frankly, Ryan, now is the time of despair if you're a team or a fan of a team that's not doing very well. I'm a Giants fan. I'm upset over the fact that Tommy DeVito pushed us out of the top two pick conversation a little bit. Um, but I think a lot of other fans out there are kind of in the situation where they're they're hoping for the future. Hey, hey, Joe, I, I am going to be two and zero in fantasy this week, but I already looked forward to like who was the top scorers of free agents this week just to see if the waiver wire would be uh, don't even something worth it. doing. And Tommy DeVito was the top ranked waiver wire quarterback this week. Man, he scored like twenty something fantasy points. He had three touchdown passes. Man, that is the game of his life. He will never <laughs> repeat that performance. And look, I That's love the bit game. as a, as a North Jersey guy. I love the bit. I think it's awesome. I think it's hilarious. But Buddy didn't need to win that football game. He did not need to win that football game. So t- take this all with a grain of salt when we get to uh, the Giants pick. We're going to be using the yep. Pro Football Focus Mock Draft Simulator to do this mock draft. Make sure you check out Bet Online for all of your sports betting needs. For anything that I do betting related, I go on over to betonline.ag and I use promo code BELIEVE50. Bet Online has all of the latest updated odds for the NFL and college football seasons. Anything you need, whether it's futures, live in-game betting, no matter what, your football betting needs are met at Bet Online. And again, make sure you use that promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V. Five zero to get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Ryan, I usually go first. You're going to start us over here uh, with this first overall pick with the Chicago Bears. The argument could be made maybe they don't go with the quarterback here, but just for the sake of this, I think it makes a lot of sense if that that's the direction that we go in. I think that it makes sense for a couple of different reasons. One, Justin Fields' trade value is at probably an all-time high right now because he's actually been playing pretty well. So this might be a good trade window if you do want to unload that because it's nothing against Justin Fields. It's just that I don't think the Chicago Bears are in a winning window right now. Mm. So resetting that quarterback window of having that five, four plus one extra year with the Rookie option from a first round pick, five years of control. Plus, if you tag, I mean, that never happens for quarterbacks. So it'll be after that. But regardless, you have control over them for longer. Justin Fields is coming up to a contract designation soon, right? If he's your guy, you're going to have to pay him somewhat in the near future, right? So I think resetting that quarterback window in this scenario, I would also trade Justin Fields if I was the Chicago Bears. I'm going to take Caleb Williams from USC. Mm -hmm. I know there are a lot of people that are against Caleb Williams right now, Joe, for like some of the immaturity stuff they've been citing on Twitter. And I get it. Trust me. It's a big part of the evaluation is to be able to understand how a quarterback ticks and what drives them and the leadership qualities and all those miscellaneous things that can't be quantified simply by watching the game tape. I 100% get it. But if his character checks out and you're comfortable with him as a young man, He's the most talented quarterback in this class. I think it's by a 
good margin, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, Drake May's talented, what? there's no doubt. But what? What are you, what are you saying? I don't know. I was yeah. just going to say, like, I don't know if there's like a big gap between him and Drake Yo, May. I think it's all based on UCLA. That game against UCLA where he stepped up in the pocket and threw that ball across his body all the way to the left. There are There is exactly one quarterback in this class that would A, attempt that throw and B, be able to make that throw. No That's other fair. quarterback can do that. No other quarterback can do that. Greg uh, May I, is plenty talented, yeah. but I think that Caleb Williams is the most talented quarterback in this class. So if his character checks out, he is the top quarterback overall in 2024, in my opinion. All right, not to to linger on that one pick too much. I, I think yes. here with the Arizona Cardinals, there is a debate to be had. I think that them missing out on Caleb Williams, that the, they might even be a team that picks up the phone and does not try to coerce the Bears to move off that pick uh, and maybe move back one. So, But the fact that this team is completely starting from scratch, seemingly, Kyler Murray's still there and he's looking pretty good now that he's back from injury. An offensive yep. lineman would make the most sense, but you can't pass it on I don't think so. I don't think so because you just drafted Paris Johnson Jr. last year in the first round, and you still have DJ Humphreys under contract as well. So I think offensive tackle they're okay actually. Let's get an offensive weapon here. Let's get Kyler Murray, Marvin Harrison Jr. That offense is going to be stupid if we can add uh, a player like that into the mix. And I mean, some some can make that argument. Some similar stylistic play styles to Larry Fitzgerald, the way that they're built, the way that they played the game. Marvin Harrison Jr., a fantastic athlete. Be nice to have another star wide receiver there in Arizona. Yep, would be a very good pick. I agree. Uh, that would actually would have been the pick I would have went, Joe. So kudos to you, sir. Uh, New England Patriots, pick number three. Drake May, quarterback, North Carolina. Top need on the board right now. I mean, honestly, Mac Jones hasn't played well. They're, they benched him last game. And apparently, people in that building don't really like him either, right? So Shocking. quarterback, <laughs> seriously, guy's name is McCorkle. I could have told you that he wasn't going to be a good person overall. <laughs> uh, obviously joking. But... You have an opportunity to reset that quarterback window and to take another plunge at it, right? If you don't have a franchise quarterback, you have no winning window. Getting a quarterback like Drake May, who I already talked about a little bit, 6'4", 220 pounds. He is very Justin Herbert-ish as far as his skill set. Good athlete overall. Long, talented thrower down the field. He, He can make every throw in the book, and he's a guy that... Is he's still improving, which is the great part too, right? Like he's only a Richard sophomore, and I feel like we just talked about him as like a finished product. Drake May is improving and is continues to build up his repertoire. I think that he has franchise signal caller talent. All right, the Chicago Bears got their quarterback, and I think that the most logical thing for them to come around and do is to try and get some protection for said quarterback. I think that those who have been paying attention have seen that Olu Fashanu hasn't been as good as the projection has been over the offseason. Still a good football player, still probably going to be a top 15 pick, but I'm going to go with Joe Alt here, guy that's local to the market. A lot of Chicago fans are crossover fans with Notre Dame. Uh, Joe Alt, I know, hasn't been perfectly clean, but arguably one of the best offensive linemen in the country, if not Talise Fuaga for me, is that second best guy. But they're getting protection. You've got a young quarterback. You have the opportunity to pick in the top four with two picks you got to take advantage of that and uh you know plug in there with joe alt i'm very surprised joe i thought you were an olu fashanu guy man i thought that was your that was your dude what but no i thought you i, I thought i thought in the preseason you him. told me that you thought was your number one offensive tackle i, th- I thought that was what i we did were, but, but yeah i mean my rank is going to change here 
Gotcha. Yeah, I, mean, I actually think Joe Walt's been pretty fantastic in the 2023 mm-hmm. season overall. I mean, we highlighted one rep where he gave up a sack where he got tripped by his offensive guard, but otherwise he's improved as a run blocker. He's still the very good pass blocker that he always was. I love Joe Walt, man. I think the pick makes a lot of sense. New York Giants, Joseph. Oh, man. Because both quarterbacks are off the board. I know that they just paid Daniel Jones, but like they had to have buyer's remorse on that, right? As far as like giving Daniel Jones that type of contract. Yeah, don't but, even I get me started. I, I guess for now, though, like y- you need to be able to. God, this board sucks for them too, man. What right. So that, that, that was what I said in the lead in. They're, they're out of position to get a quarterback here at five, and they're now in this spot. They got, they're going to go with an offensive lineman. That's, that's, they missed out on Marvin Harrison Jr. They missed out on all these good opportunities. This is going to be a tackle. Who's their right tackle? I, I know they have Evan Neal, and I think that what happens with Evan Neal is you bump him into guard and, and hope that he, he can play better at guard. Basically, Eric Flowers all over again, so let's just, just get it over with. Just give me another offensive lineman that's going to make me depressed. I don't want to do that, man. That's not fun. There's no fun in this at that's, all. That's my whole point, Ryan. The Giants don't do things that are fun. <laughs> Joe, I am going to do something that I would seriously consider. I know you're going to hate this, but it's fine. I mean, you're going to hate this. Actually, it's, oh, I can't do it because they just gave Jones all that money, right? Like They can't just be yes. like, oh, we're going to take a quarterback. Like they, They've hamstrung themselves. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And I, I do this. Brock this Bowers is... because they're paying Darren Waller all that goddamn money. So it's like, here we are. <laughs> We're in the most wide receiver, I guess. Wide wide position receiver. possible. If Dave Gettleman was here, this pick would be Jurjon Newton. We both know that. Man, I mean, I guess you could go a wide receiver, though, right? Would they consider a wide receiver here? Not I mean, this I early. Mean, they're a franchise uh, that's – I'm telling you, this is Olu Fashano. All right, man. Give me Olu Fashanu. I guess you move him over to right tackle. You move Evan Neal into guard. I guess in yeah. theory, you are both in the offensive line. I guess. I hate that pick, though, man. Not that I, I hate too. Olu. I, I think Olu is a high-level pass blocker. I've compared him to, to Brickishaw Ferguson in the past. I like him as a football player, but I just don't love it for where that roster is at a certain couple spots, man. Mm. But give me Olu. Give him to me. So the Tennessee Titans end up in a really good spot here where you've got you, – Will Levis right now seems like he's the guy. And I think that there's a direction to build for the future. Their offensive line, they've spent a number of picks. It's it's relatively bolstered. They missed out on maybe an opportunity to get Alt or Fashanu. I'm actually kind of racking my brain. Maybe they get – who's their right tackle right now? I think their right tackle was – no, Dylan Radins is playing guard for them, right? Is it, is it Nicholas Petit-Friere? Wasn't he their guy? I think he might have gotten hurt, but I thought it was Nicholas Petit-Friere. Okay, you know Almost what we're going to do? We're going to do Talise Fuaga. I was going to do Brock oh, Bowers. I love it. But love you know it. what? Talise Fuaga, if, if, if Rabel's still there, that's a Tennessee Titan right there. Mauling, Three. aggressively, physical. Put him right in it, right tackle. Could you imagine that offensive line, that run game with all those guys in there? Dude. That's scary. That's a scary pick if they get to least Fog. Three straight offensive tackle picks after a little bit of run on quarterbacks and one mm. wide receiver early, Joe. I love it, man. Uh, this is an easy one. Tight end is a big need. Logan Thomas just isn't very good, and I think he might not be under contract after this year as well. Brock Bowers, tight end, weapon, offensive weapon, whatever you want to say. I know that Sam Howell has had a couple clunkers this year as far as a couple bad interception games, but he's also played really well in a lot of other games. I think Sam Howell might be their guy moving forward. They have Terry McLaurin. They have Curtis Samuel. They got some wide receivers. Get a big body pass catcher, a guy that can work more in the middle of the field than what they have right now. I think that a guy like Brock Bowers would be an instant 
like just upgrade over that position, obviously, but an instant upgrade in dynamic ability that they continue to bring to the table. All right. I think that the Atlanta Falcons, they're plummeting right now, and there's a probably a pretty good chance that they're starting over at their head coaching position. That means it's time to start over at quarterback. I think that they have a pretty good roster, so there's going to be a desire to maybe select somebody who can play early, uh, somebody who's experienced. It helps that three guys that come to mind are Bo Nix, Jane Daniels, Michael Penix. Any of those three guys, I'm sure, are going to be in this discussion uh, for this team. But you know who's been a big riser? is Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels has been tremendous. He throws really well in the run. And I look at all those weapons that they have uh, in that yeah. offense, knowing what he's done this year with all the weapons he has at LSU. Jaden Daniels is an Atlanta Falcon. I think that makes perfect sense. I almost gave him to the Giants with the fifth overall I don't think pick. they do I that, almost man. Did it. No, I almost did it, but I didn't obviously do it. But very interesting. That would be a very interesting situation that happens because – I told you the other day, man, I think Jane Daniels for me has solidified himself as quarterback three in this class. He just brings a different dual threat capability that no one else in this class has. Yeah. Like I Onyx has grown on me tremendously. There's a couple other quarterbacks that I like as like mid-tier guys, but nobody that I look at and say like they've really risen themselves to a top 10 type of quarterback evaluation right now. So Jane Daniels, interesting pick. Green Bay Packers. Ugh. This is going to be Lea Tulatu oh. in real life, but we don't need to do that. I don't know if that's going to be Lea Tulatu though, because I'm, nah, I'm still worried They've about just the medicals, been... man. I'm still worried about the it's medicals. True. I am. That's true. I'm, I'm, or Jerjon Newton. Not... They love just taking defensive players that they don't really need. But I'm, I'm pretty sure the Packers are like, wait, mm. Pretty sure Packers are like very like measurable heavy though, right? Like would they love Jerzon Newton at like six one in some point. change? Like point. I don't know if these are the oh, God. They're logical to take a receiver here. It could because Christian Watson has been a dud this year so far. I mean, they still need wide receiver help. Romeo Dubs. Like, yeah, let's go wide receivers. Now, um, give me Keon Coleman. I think he brings a little bit I of like a different that. element to the game from Florida State. I, I'm big on Keon Coleman in this class, man. 6'4", 215 pounds, former high-level high school basketball player, can win above the rim. I think now if you add him as a pure X wide receiver and you let guys like Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs be a little bit more of just secondary options, I think that would be a big help for this offense. So give me Keon Coleman. Huh. Wow, I don't think we've had a defensive player come off the board. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it's it's projected maybe they could take a quarterback. I, I feel like they're gonna try and see how much more they can ride out with with Baker Mayfield. Maybe they can get something out of him. But with that in mind, they feel like a team that would go ahead and draft an edge rusher. I, I like the idea of Jared Verse coming off the board here for uh the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Has that a not a down season, but not as exciting as I think we were hoping still worthy of yeah. being a top 10 pick and is somebody who's going to step in, probably have a, a pretty early impact. Oh, no, he's been good. I, I think he's been a lot better than the box score would indicate, but he's he's been good. Right. He's been good, in my opinion, yeah. Uh, who we got? New York Jets? Oh, my God. They it's got to be a lineman. Too. <sighs> they need a quarterback, Joe. They don't have a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is coming back from an Achilles injury at, at 40 years old. Am I am I to trust Aaron Rodgers that he's going to come back from this? I, I guess. I, I mean that that's what the what the inevitable hope would be, would it not? Oh my god. I guess, man. All right, fine. Offensive tackle. Give me a Marius Mims. I'm just not there with JC Latham still. I know yeah. Marius Mims has been banged up a large portion of the season, but 6-7-330, those traits that he has. He plays right tackle for Georgia, but I think he has all the necessary traits 
to play left tackle if he wants. The high-level stuff is about as high level as you can get. So give me a Marius Mims to hopefully play one of the tackle spots for the New York Jets. We don't know what the Chargers coaching situation is going to be like, but their yeah. roster offensively, I think, is fine. I think that it's it's way more it's way better than it's performing right now. But knowing yeah. that their secondary has been a little bit suspect, Kool-Aid McKinstry here for the Los Angeles Chargers, I think, would be a fantastic pick. They were dealing with all the drama with uh, with JC Jackson and all that stuff. So uh drafting the first corner off the board, it's a good spot there for the Chargers. Their pass coverage this year has been brutally Terrible. bad, man. Very bad. So, yes, adding a corner is a good proposition for them. L.A. Rams, man, another weird one because Matt Stafford is clearly at the end, right? Like yeah. clearly at the end. So, Joe, give me, go to quarterbacks, man. Uh-oh. We're going to do it here. We're going to do it. Give me Bo Nix. Give wow. me Bo Nix. You beat me to it. Hey, man, I, this is all I have to say about Bo. He went from a meme to a Heisman potential winner in two seasons. That's what he has done since he got to the University of Oregon. He is become a very safe player. He doesn't make a ton of mistakes now for the University of Oregon, but I think us calling him a safe player has lost the fact that, like, why did people fall in love with Bo Nix early on in his career, Joe? It's because the kid is talented, right? Yeah. Like He has a strong arm. He is a good athlete. So with a guy like Sean McVay, I think that you can continue that upward swing. I don't think that we've seen the best version of Bo Nix yet, which is he's just risen his floor exponentially in my opinion. So give me Bo Nix for the LA Rams moving forward. A pick like this usually signals a panic for teams that need quarterbacks. There's a lot of quarterback needy teams this year. And I also think that it's helpful that there's a lot of veteran experienced quarterbacks. There's going to be a lot of guys in this conversation. We have here on the available players, probably not going to be viewable to the audience that's watching. Um, Carson Beck's on here. Riley Leonard's on here. And Shadur Sanders are on here. I don't think any of these three guys, Shadur also, it's been stated that he's not entering this year's draft. I don't think any of those three guys are going to be a part of this class. I I really don't. Maybe Carson Beck, but all indicators kind of say that that kid is coming back. Michael Penix, on the other hand, we're, we're going to be starting over. Maybe it's Antonio Pierce as the head coach. We're going to be starting over completely from scratch. Aiden O'Connell, whatever, man, that's not the guy for the future. You have the yeah. chance to draft the guy who is as old with a bigger arm. I know that he's not perfect, but I have seen so many good things from Michael Penix who could stretch the field. You've got Devontae Adams. Maybe in the second round, you take advantage of this, this receiver depth. You get another receiver, and then offense can be firing on all cylinders. So, and you got Michael Mayer too, dude. Get, give me Michael Penix Michael Jr. Mayer. I think that'd be a really, really fun ad for the, sorry, you hate the word My- fun. A really exciting ad for uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Michael Mayer has been so good when the Raiders choose to throw him the ball. They just barely ever throw him the ball. It's, it's absolutely obnoxious. Um, I hate that pick, but we're not going to daunt on that too much. <laughs> um, Indianapolis Colts. They say wide receivers one of their biggest needs. I don't necessarily agree with that. Michael yeah. Pittman, Josh Downs. I feel like they have a couple guys there. Offensive line wise, I could see it. Can you go to defensive line for me, Joe? Just go to like interior defensive line. I know it's probably going to be your boy Jazan, but Leonard Taylor, baby. You know, I don't want Jazan Newton either. I don't. Man, take Leonard the Colts are kind of like a weird, weird roster to Leonard. <laughs> Leonard Taylor is not going to go in the first round. That someone, is idiotic. Someone tried yeah. to tell me that Tavondre Sweat was a first round pick. Yesterday. Nobody said that. Nobody. No, said some that. Uh, Rafino and Joe show listener because I called him oh. soft at the beginning of the season. He's still a two down player who's got no stamina. So I yep. stand by. Okay, so who? What do you think of here? Can you go to offensive tackle for me real quick? I just want to look at my options real quick as I kind of many. Delayed. 
I know, man. God. This sucks. Okay. Uh, all right, we're we're back to defensive line. Actually, go to edge real quick for me. Go to edge. It's my last look. All right, I'm gonna get my first edge. Uh, my first edge off the board. I'm gonna go with a stand up here. Give me Dallas Turner, edge Damn from it. Alabama. Kind of a hybrid player. He can move all over the place a little bit. Stand up edge in a 4-3 or stand-up edge in a 3-4 as kind of it's become a much more hybrid role in the NFL nowadays. Uh, it Again, Indianapolis Colts actually isn't a terrible roster. They don't have like mm. a ton, a ton of holes, but give me a guy that I think could be a dynamic pass rusher because you can never have too many pass rushers on the next level. The Denver Broncos, another one of those teams, I think there's there's two directions that I that I spot. I think you go wide receiver because the receivers, all, those, all the talent that you've brought in, has not panned out, but at the same time, uh, defensively, they gave up 70 points one week. And I know that they've improved, but I look at the fact that this this edge group, man, there's just no talent on it. I, I don't think there's any superstar edge players that are remaining here on the board. I'm a Lietu Latu fan. I think that you bring up a good point that the medicals might push him out of the Take first him, round. Joe. Yeah, just I, him. I'm just – for stylistically what they need, I think Lietu Latu could could fit nice there in Denver, assuming that – the, we don't have we're not privy to the medical situation so let's let's go yes. with Latu. well i mean if Latu's healthy man he is a he's a baller like he's yeah. a very good football player so no doubt um go to offensive line for me joe i already know who i'm picking for this one cincinnati Bengals on the clock give me troy fontanu he's listen all that's offensive tackle here that's funny troy fontanu who is an offensive lineman for washington plays left tackle for them but he's gonna kick inside the guard more than likely really talented kid dude I can see him playing both guard spots. I can see him playing center. I could even see him playing an offensive tackle in the right system, although I don't think that's necessarily where he best translates to. The Cincinnati Bengals are weak inside on the on the interior, though. Their offensive tackles are okay. Jonah Williams, Orlando Brown, it's okay. Interior offensive line isn't great. And now, again, you're going to have Joe Burrow coming back from a second season-ending injury during his career, so you need to protect him at all costs. Mm. Troy Fontana, one of the best offensive linemen in the 2024 draft. That offensive line with the Bengals is a foregone conclusion, and I think that the Buffalo Bills picking uh, a wide receiver is a foregone conclusion. Look, Gabe Davis is fine as a third receiver, but they got to get some Khalil, options here. Khalil Shakur breakout this past weekend, man. Come Stop on it. now. Come they on they now. also... <laughs> They also might lose Stefan Diggs, which is even more concerning. So let's go with a guy who is a spark plug, a guy who has been a phenomenal player this season. I'm going with Malik Neighbors from LSU. I think a lot of teams just are going to covet uh, naturally LSU wide receivers because they love to scout the helmet. So uh, let's go with Malik Neighbors with the Buffalo Bills. All right. He's a good football player, man. He's a good football player. I respect it. Interior defensive line is a spot where the New Orleans Saints actually just upgraded a little bit with Brian Brissett last year. But I'm going back to the well myself here joe i'm gonna go with jerzon newton here at pick number 19 i think him and brian brisee inside are such different players right like they're not similar at all brian brisee six five a little bit longer you see a jerzon newton a little bit more of a stockly stocky bill a little bit more natural leverage i think that would be a really imposing interior defensive line so jerzon newton to the new orleans saints man i want to go with an interior offensive lineman here um, yep. with the Vikings. Good, man, you, you can always move a tackle in the guard, man. You could always do it. You always do it. Well, Casey Latham actually wouldn't be a bad, wouldn't be a bad guard, guard. if I'm being honest. Man, but. I don't like any of these options here. Minnesota Vikings. You know what? Yeah, J.C. Latham feels like he might end up getting overpicked here. 
by the he Minnesota might. Vikings. Let's go, JC Latham for the Vikings. They they need they need their defense has been amazing. Uh, what they've yeah. done defensively down the yeah. stretch has won the football game. So let's let's bolster that offensive line. You kind of figure out some some musical chairs there. Make sure when you post this, you say that he can play interior offensive line because people are just going to no. be like, they have Brian O'Neill, they have Christian no. Darrisol, they're not going to pick it off at the tackle. It's just like, dude, shut up. We're <laughs> picking something different here, right? Picking something uh, different. Um, Arizona Cardinals. Who do we give them the first pick? Who was the first pick that we gave the Arizona Cardinals? Uh, we gave them Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay. So Marvin Harrison Jr. is off the board now. Like the Cardinals. Look, yeah, I mean, everyone can use offensive line help, right? But, like, there's no offensive lineman that I really love that's on the board anymore. Edge is always a spot that could improve. Corner is a position that Arizona, I feel like, has needed for a long time and has kind of continued to just kind of move past with not the best options on the board. So give me a corner, Joe. First corner off uh, – second second corner off the board here. I'm a big Kev- – uh, I'm a big fan of Kalen King. But I'm going to go with Nate Wiggins here wow. for the Cardinals because I think that I think that Nate Wiggins brings something that the Cardinals kind of need a lot at corner that they haven't had recently. They need length, and they don't have a ton of it. And Nate Wiggins is length, athleticism, speed. I really like a lot of what Nate Wiggins brings to the table for Clemson. Quietly been excellent this year for a Clemson defense that has still been good, but not quite as good as usual. There's been an overinvestment on the defensive side of the ball for the Seahawks, and I think that it's now yep. time to, to really bolster that interior offensive line. I'm going to go with a pick that I wouldn't make, but I feel like is a total Seattle Seahawks pick. Oh, no. Let's go with Cedric oh, no. Van Praan, center from Georgia. It's fine football player. I, he's one of those guys who I think I'm going to grade probably as like a top 100 guy, but he just feels like someone who's going to go in the first round because the team's going to be like veteran player. He played for Georgia. Uh, played in the SEC and he was he was relatively consistent. Like that feels like one of those moves to the back end of the first round. Did you just take a kid that you said is a top hundred player that at the pick number twenty two? Did you just do that? Hey, to me, Joe? I, I'm saying that. that that feels like a. The Seahawks have made weirder picks, man. Okay, okay, I hear you, man. I hear you. Oh God, I wish Troy Fontana was on the board because I could put him at center for the Pittsburgh Steelers because apparently their center situation is terrible. Terrible. But can't do that. Oh, my God. All right, Joey Porter Jr., they have a corner, right, who's been playing pretty well so far. They have Minkett safety. Wide receivers, I feel like they have a bunch of them. I mean, they need a quarterback. They got a bunch honestly. of mediocre like, receivers, though. Let's get these. Let's get them a receiver, I, man. I, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to get him a, a receiver right here. I don't know if I want to do that. Can you go to quarterback? Who's on the board right now for quarterback? Do we get anybody left? I don't think if they're picking that far that they're going to take a quarterback. Do you? I don't know. I mean, last time they took the a swing, it didn't work. Sure, but they took a swing with a bad player. I mean, so you know, you could always take a swing with a good player. That change change your philosophy around a little bit. Cornerback, maybe go to corner real quick. You know what? I'm going to do this, Joe, because we're in the NFL now that plays so much sub. We can play guys inside and out and in the nickel and do a bunch of different things with corners now. I know you drafted Joey Porter Jr. last year. Let's get his teammate, who uh, actually thinks a better prospect like than him, Kalen King from Penn State. Scrappy kid. Very good play. He's actually having a really good year. Everyone just remembers, of course, the Ohio State game where Marvin Harrison Jr. got him a few times. And it's like, guys, who doesn't Marvin Harrison Jr. get a few times every single week? That just happens, right? Kalen King, good football player. A reoccurring bit that we have with uh, with talented young receivers is going on and drafting uh, one of their college teammates. And I think that Ameko Buka has been a little more quiet this year. CJ Stroud has been amazing. Yeah, he's been a little banged up. 
But at one yeah. point, Emeka Obuka was wide receiver two for a lot of people, at least wide receiver three. I think if he's on the board, I think this is one of the situations where they'll probably have a first round grade somewhere like top 50 grade on him. They're just going to say, CJ, should we tra- take Emeka Obuka? And he's going to be like, yeah, I want to throw to the guy that I was throwing to last year. Of course, get me him. So uh, Emeka Obuka feels like he'd make a ton of sense. I love that pick because they have a lot of guys I think can win down the football field in a bunch of different ways. Like Tank Dell, obviously more with speed and quickness. And then you got guys like Noah Brown who are more of the big body pass catchers, the Eagle Collinses of the world. You don't really have a short underneath separator. And that's kind of what a Mecca Buka brings to the table. So I do like that selection. Tight end, Brock Bowers is already off the board. Miami Dolphins, they need another offensive lineman. Man, God. This is, this is getting hard, man. It's getting really hard because they they because they traded for Bradley Chubb. They still have Jalen Phillips, so they don't really need an edge. Interior defensive line, they just paid Christopher Christian Wilkins, right? Linebacker, I guess they need one. Safety, they're good. Corner, they're good. Well, who's what linebackers are on the board? We haven't even taken um, one yet, right? Edron Cooper, Jeremiah Trotter. No, thank you. No, yeah, thank. Oh no, no, thank you on that. Uh, man, <laughs> this is hard. Uh, go to interior defense. No, no, they don't need an interior defensive lineman. Go to offensive line, Joe. I mean, that's the only spot that they need. I mean, maybe Graham Barton. No, no, absolutely not. Go to interior offensive line for me, real quick. Oh my God, this feels like a straight out type of a pick. Yes, it does. It certainly feels like that, hundred percent. Man, 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 man. Give me Jackson Powers Johnson from Oregon. He's wow. played center this year. He's played guard in the past, though. You can plug him inside. I mean, Joe, I didn't know where to go there, man. I didn't That's know. I, mean, I, I could have got another part-time pass rusher, but like you just spent so much to get Bradley Chubb, and you have Jalen Phillips as a former first-round pick. Like That's just a tough selection. Sorry, sorry, Dolphins fans. I'm sorry. There's some pretty good receiver talent in this draft. I didn't know Kamari Lasseter was – was eligible for this year's draft. I didn't think that he was going to be, but he's uh, he's he's, all, he's also not very good, even though everyone acts like he's very good. But to, that's another conversation for another. Terry and Arnold has had a pretty meteoric rise this year. Somebody who was on the top fifty radar, but a lot of people have been talking up his performance. Big reason why their defense has been so good, and the Cowboys are in a position to get a luxury pick of drafting a new corner. Uh, you should have drafted Cooper Jean, you turd. Um, all right, let's go. San Francisco also needs a corner, Joe. Can you show me that corner board more? Oh, <laughs> easy enough, sir. Cooper DeGene? Easy enough. Cooper DeGene, baby. Give him to me. Hey, uh, the San Francisco 49ers, all joking aside, they love versatility on the back end. I mean, you think about like Jimmy Ward is a guy that's played nickels, played safety. You think about some of their uh, – like Talano Fanaga who just got hurt. I think that you could te- potentially put Cooper DeGene at three different spots in your secondary and you could upgrade s- significantly. So Cooper DeGene, San Francisco 49ers. I- I'm kind of confused why the Jaguars don't have receiver as a need. Because I feel like their receivers have been. They, pay, they, they played Christian Kirk big money. They have Calvin Ridley now. Yeah, I mean, but they, I don't know, dude. I, I, I honestly, I'm kind of wondering here if this is not a move where you try to add a receiver because the offense has been a bit underwhelming, um, okay. and you've you've got a super talented quarterback. Let's go with Roma Dunze. Um, I don't know how much yeah. longer you're going to have Calvin Ridley in that situation. So let's uh, let's add Roma Dunze into the mix. All right, Baltimore Ravens. They list wide receiver as a big need, but I feel like they've invested a lot recently, right? Like yeah. Zay Flowers, Odo Beckham Jr. is a guy that they, they signed this offseason as well, who I think has played okay. Man, 
some tough ones here, man. There actually is a lot of tough ones. Can you go to the corner board for me again just to see who's on the board there? Let's see what corner's on the board. Um, dude, I don't like any of the – actually, I do like one of those guys. People are going to hate this pick, but I actually think this guy has a chance to rise very, very high. Give me Quinion Mitchell from Ooh. Toledo. Give me. I like that Joe, one. Joe, my guy is six foot, 200 plus pounds. He's going to run in the high four threes. He's got incredible ball skills. Yes, he plays at Toledo, but he's also going to the senior bowl here down in Mobile. And I think that he is going to showcase his talents throughout this offseason. Wouldn't be shocked if he's a top 50 player. Would it be the most unrealistic thing in the whole in the world if Quinion Mitchell ends up being a first round pick? No, I don't think it would be. So Quinion Mitchell, yeah. Whew. Lions are uh, an interesting talking point because I do think that they- every team is so like everyone just needs offensive linemen and there's not enough offensive linemen to go. You know around. There just isn't. I'm not super high on Graham Barton, but Graham Barton feels like somebody that could end up uh, playing in Detroit and they could put him at center. They could put him at guard. He's a he's somebody who you can develop him to play either position. So let's let's go Graham Barton. He's a grinder, man. He eats nails yeah. for breakfast. Dan Campbell's kind of guy. Wide receiver right. board. Let's go to the wide receiver board here. Wide receivers that are left. A.D. Mitchell. Johnny oh, this might Bro- be Xavier Worthy, man. I'm not. Eh. Lad? Nah, Lad's not going to go in the first round. I like Lad, though. Give me give me A.D. Mitchell. I'm not like the biggest A.D. Mitchell of all time, fan of all time because I just want to see more production. But at pick number 31, to get that type of length and playmaking speed that he has, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. And then hopefully one of those smaller wide receivers, maybe you double dip at some point. Cause quietly the Kansas City Chiefs need a lot of help at pass receiver, man. Is there a number? I think their top receiver right now is Justin Watson. It's yeah. Like, they're, that's not, that's not good enough. It's not they're, good enough. They're brutal. Um, all right. Closing us out here. Luxury pick. Let's take cam kitchens safety out of Miami. I like that. I like the that. Philadelphia yeah. Eagles makes a ton of sense folks. Right. That's going to be it from us. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back for the rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.